0: And welcome to yet another episode of Bavarian Podcast Works. Today, you're with In and Samrin, and we are going to be previewing Bayern's Wednesday clash against Borussia Mönchengladbach in the DFB Pokal. So, In, what are your thoughts on Borussia Mönchengladbach's season so far? Do you have any thoughts? Have you kept up with them? So what's going on?
1: I've watched a few of their games, and Mm -hmm. they annoy the hell out of me because (laughs) all they've done is they... Drew Bine on match day one, made us all doubt Nagelsmann, And since then, mm-hmm. they have been completely and utterly useless. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I stayed up last night just to watch them play against Hertha Berlin. Just because we have a game against them. And mm-hmm. I was watching them and they were completely useless. Like they could not do anything. Against Hertha Berlin were probably one of the worst teams in the league. So I know that you like them. Okay, I know that you like I I know that you like them, but this is looking like another case of you liking a team and then that team just completely collapsing. Like you did it to Wolfsburg, you did it to Bayer Leverkusen, and okay. and you've been doing it to your Arsenal for the last decade or so. So mm-hmm. it seems like Bayern is the only team that you like that actually does anything good. So. I, I'm really, I'm still really worried about the game simply because Jan Sommer turns into Prime Manuel Nor against us. But mm-hmm. they're playing so badly, I, I just don't know, man.
0: So, let me correct the Gladbach is horrible thought mm-hmm. in your head. So, mm-hmm. couple, of, yes, they have been pretty bad. They were really bad, really poor against Hertha Berlin. No offensive outlet whatsoever. And they have the talent on their team. But they had poor results at the beginning. They followed up the 1-1 draw with a 4-0 defeat to Leverkusen. They lost to Union. They barely got past Armenia. They lost to Augsburg. But then they beat Dortmund, albeit a Haaland and Royce-less Dortmund, who went down to 10 men. They beat This This is not
1: really refuting my point, you know?
0: I know, I know, but hold on. And they beat Wolfsburg pretty convincingly, three-one. But then again, everyone's—you eh, have a point. Everyone's beating Wolfsburg these days. And then they had a one-one draw in Stuttgart coming into this, into last night's match against Hamburger Berlin. But okay, what I do want to say is they have a very strong squad. They have the talent. They just have a manager who doesn't know how to use the talent. Speaking of which, I want to ask your thoughts on this end because. This is how Adi Hudder lines up this team. He plays three at the back and then he plays some version of three, four, three. Sometimes he plays a three, 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 one. Sometimes he plays like I have to actually do addition in my head as I lay out all the ways that he like plans out his team. He plays a three, two, two. What is that? Let's see. Six, eight, two more at the front. Yeah.
1: In in 2021.
0: Yes. He it's just it's okay. Neuhaus is left on the bench. In favor of letting Zakaria and Manukone, one of their new signings, who's been very impressive, by the way, run the defensive yeah. midfield. Yeah. That's all good. But you need someone to generate offensive play. And while Hoffman and Stindel are very good at it, Stindel is not getting any younger. Hoffman is good on counterattacks, on launching them. He's not good at being the prime creator. So there's almost no notable service. Chabril and Bolo, which you might have noticed in their game against Hertha Berlin. And Neuhaus' confidence is shot. So this is clearly a case of a manager who doesn't know how to use his team. So based on that, do you think Gladbach would do better if they changed their system?
1: I guess. I guess they'd do better if they changed their manager as well. But I mean, who knows? It's Gladbach. It's Gladbach. They go up and down like a sine curve. So. I mean, they looked so good last <laughs> season. And then Dortmund announced signing Marco Rosa, who proceeded to tank Gladbach's season completely. So I don't know. I, I don't know what to make of some of these Bundesliga teams. That's just so inconsistent. But yeah, Gladbach, yeah. I, I, you mentioned the thing about them not having an outlet or attacking outlet. Uh, what happened to Marcus Turam? Um,
0: so he stays injured for so long that my dad actually mentioned that he might just be making excuses because he doesn't want to play in the team, which is not probably true, but he's just never there. Very, very injury prone. Alessandro Plea is sort of injury prone too. And that kind of leaves Bill who's like hot and cold depending on the day. So Mm -hmm. it's just, it's it. And Patrick Herman. And I remember seeing this comment on BFW about how Gladbach is still using the ghost of Patrick Herman. And that might be pretty close to the truth because that's what he looks like on most days when he is playing. Mm-hmm. So it's, they could, I think they could do far better if they went to a conventional four at the back because they have the likes of Remy Benzabaini, who can run up and down. You remember him. He got the late winner, the late penalty winner against Bayern. I think he scored two goals, no? When Flick lost to Don't Don't
1: say these things. <laughs>
0: They have Joe Scally, who's been so impressive. They bought Luca Nets from Herta Berlin, as you realize, Nets got booed thoroughly against Herta, and they have Dennis Zakaria, who's so talented. They have Kramer to come off the bench, so they they have a very good team. I just don't know what's going on with the setup. But that being said, in while the Berlin game was probably not the best evidence. Where do you think Molching Gladbach can hurt Bayern in their game on Wednesday?
1: They see it's Gladbach. So there, there are a few peculiarities associated with them, which always hurts us because, first of all, Manuel Neuer, whenever he plays against Monsin-Gladbach, he always makes some kind of weird mistake, which lets a goal in. And we really rely on him to keep our clean sheets and everything. So if he makes a mistake against Gladbach, and if that happens before we score a goal, I can see that really turning the tie on its head because we already have this weird thing going on with Gladbach where they play at a normal capacity against other teams and then they play at 200% against us. So that is the first problem I see coming in. Second is obviously Jan Sommer. I, I you know I know it's kind of cliche, but uh, Jan Sommer, he makes me rip out my hair. He lives in my he- head rent-free just like Jan Black and Keylor Navas. Um, He annoys the hell out of me. He, he hasn't even been good this season and
0: yeah, he's... It's for, just...
1: Like, yeah, my goodness. I watched the Leverkusen game. Goodness oh,
0: me. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so
1: that was... Wow. But against Bayern, oh, man, he's going to save everything. So it, it's... I was going to mention this, but, like, it's kind of like Gladbach just are, are not that great overall, but they have all the tools needed to just beat Bayern. Like, you're telling me that Marcus Turam is injured, so that's good for us since Upamecano got bullied by him in the opening game of the Bundesliga but even so like Gladbach no matter what they're doing they are always good for just getting one random free goal and I think one of the things that they did do in match day one was they targeted Davies on the flank and that's something I'm kind of worried about because it's something that not other teams have not done since and I don't know why they targeted Davies as like they just constantly pressed him and their opening goal against us was caused by Davies losing the ball when being pressed by around three or four players. Like who wouldn't mm-hmm. lose the ball in that situation? But he got lost the ball and it immediately led to a counter-attacking goal. So that's something mm-hmm. that I'm worried about, especially since Davies has not played in over a week.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: uh, that could be a problem for us. But one thing I need to make, make certain is that like since Gladbach are so specifically dangerous to us do you see us really since we and also since we're in such great form do you see us really screwing up in this time because i can see that a lot in the Bayern fan base at the moment
0: you know i think if we have problem a lot of it is going to come down both flanks like you're definitely right about them targeting davies and whoever we play i think they might actually target both flanks, especially if we if we play pava down exactly exactly yeah, because Joe Scali, Luka Nets, who's more central, Remy Bensebaini, all of these guys have pace on them. And they can, like, it's hard to outpace Davies, but it's not that hard to outpace Pava. And then on the other side, they have Jonas Hoffman, who's very good at playing count- a counter-attacking game. Most games that Gladbach play, they don't play a counter-attacking game. They are more possession heavy. Today, they had like, what well, they had almost pretty much all the ball against Hertha and could do nothing with it. That's not going to happen against Bayern. And if I guess Hutter gets smart, he's going to play Neuhaus because there's that guy who can create chances for Hoffman to latch onto or for someone for Stindl to connect with. So, and they have a pretty strong, they have a pretty strong defensive mid, I would say pairing. They have in Zakaria and um, Manukone who can hold their own. So that all that being said, based on just today's performance and even the one where I watched him play against a pretty weak in Stuttgart side, I don't see Gladbach really doing anything in this game. It's pretty much feast or famine with us and Gladbach. We'll beat them 5-0 and then go to Borussia Park and lose. Like, it's just, we have hammered them a couple times down the years, but we have lost the opposing game. Yeah, so,
1: that's the problem.
0: I don't see it, but... I would watch out a little bit on both flanks, especially maybe if Davies doesn't play. I don't even know what's a better option right now, whether to go with Luca Hernandez down the left, who's not going to be beaten, or whether to go with the Davies who hasn't played in over a week or so. So it's a hard one. I just think Bayern does actually have a little bit of a mental block when it comes to Bruce Mujilaba, because... Some of those losses have been freak losses. The Vincent Baini penalty in the last minute under Flick. Then last season, two nil up, and then somehow we conspired to lose three, two. So
1: that one was really, really bad. That was wow.
0: It was just so weird. And Bayern didn't have answers, whereas they had answers for every hundred other teams who we fell behind to to two-nil, three-nil. We had answers for pretty much all of them. PSG, we lost narrowly on away goals. It wouldn't even stand if it was this current season. But it was weird against Gladback. It's like the team lost their medal at 3-2. Like there, there wasn't going to be a comeback. Gladback saw it out. And as you and I both know, Gladbach are not very good at seeing out games. Yeah, that's the so,
1: problem with Gladbach. Yeah. I, I keep I mentioned this in the comment section, but it's like Pokemon logic. Like Bayern is a guard trump and Gladbach are like a toga case. And I guess I need to explain that because yes, I guess most people don't don't follow Pokemon, <laughs> but Like, Garchomp is like a ground dragon type, and it's one of the best Pokemon ever, basically. Like, it's one of the best Pokemon ever introduced in a competitive sense. But Mm -hmm. Togekiss is like a fairy flying type. So it completely counters Garchomp's typing. And even though Togekiss by itself is not that good in a Mm 1v1 situation, Togekiss beats Garchomp almost every time, simply because of that weird matchup. So it's kind of like that, you know? So I can see that. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's so weird. And the other thing I want to ask you about, because I haven't followed Gladbach enough to just know what's going on here, but what the hell is mm-hmm. going on with Florian Neuhaus, actually? So he said he should start if Gladbach want to get back on track. But what is going on with him? Why isn't he playing?
0: So they had a poor run of form going into the Dortmund game, where they were basically not winning at all. So Kramer and Neuhaus used to be the DM pairing. And Adi Huter was like, I'm dropping them both because they're basically not doing very well. So he put in Manu Kone and Dennis Zakaria and they won that game. And then they won the next one against Wolfsburg. And he stuck with them. And genuinely, they have looked solid. The only difference, because with Kramer, the problem is he's kind of a Kroos type. I, do you remember when Crows used to play defensive mid? Like you always used to have a yeah, slight yeah. doubt in the back of your mind.
1: Yeah, It's like, like you know, how yeah. Perlo or these guys don't really defend all that much. They're just, when they, they're metronomes, midfield metronomes, they just pass the ball.
0: Yeah. And I, I would say Prama probably has more steel than either of those, but it, it doesn't mean like, it doesn't mean that he's going to be on top of his defensive duties all the time. And pair him with Neuhaus, who's basically one of those creative types. And you're not going to get much defending out of your defensively pairing. So Zakaria while creative has a lot of steel and Manu is all about steel. Like it's, he's been a fantastic acquisition by Max Averill, which we probably say about so many other players. So that's why there is no spot for Neuhaus in the team, because you bring Neuhaus in, you lose steel, but you take Neuhaus out, you lose creativity. And today Gladbach didn't need steel. They needed creativity. So Hutter went with the wrong choice today against Bayern. You could argue that, yeah, they need steel, but, I don't know with the damage Neuhaus did last season. I would probably want Neuhaus in there. So in, I guess we should wrap it up. But as a final query, is there any Gladbach player you particularly like aside from Neuhaus? Not going to let you have that one. And who you would like to see at Bayern, maybe or who you admire from afar when you watch the Bundesliga?
1: Zakaria? It's easy. It's easy. That's that easy. (laughs) (laughs)
0: It just came out of your mouth. (laughs) Right. Every every
1: Bayern fan has a Bundesliga shopping list,
0: right, (laughs) (laughs) Fred? He has a career pendant. Oh, man. I would love to have seen Lars Jindal at Bayern, but, I mean, that's not going to happen. No.
1: What's the point? He plays the same position as Muller.
0: I know, but he's just so graceful and he's just so good to watch And I don't know if you remember this, but as a Hanover player, I believe he has scored a free kick against Bayern in a one nil win for Hanover.
1: Like how, was, how do you remember oh, this stuff?
0: It's because it was a free kick. It was because it was one nil. It was because Steve Cherundalo was on that team and I used to keep Ooh. an eye out on Steve Cherundalo. He's, he's like, so he's American and he was a long serving player at Hanover and he was their captain okay. and he used to play with Stindle and they were on the same team. So that's where I learned about Lars Stindl from. And eventually he ended up at Gladbach.
1: Okay. Makes yeah.
0: sense. Yeah. All right. And um, I guess we're going to wrap it up. Do you have a prediction for us?
1: Yeah, I have a prediction. We're going to lose 5 mil. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. I'm not even going to make a prediction because I don't want to jinx this. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap this up. I hope you enjoyed our preview. Let us know about your thoughts. Let us know if you have any players on Gladbach squad who you'd like to see end up at Bayern. And from in and me, Samrin, that's pretty much it. You know where to follow us. You can come on to Bavarian Podcast Works. You can go on Twitter and find us. You can find Chuck, for example, at The Barrel Block. You can find Jake at Jefferson Fenner. Where can we find you in?
1: At BFWN.
0: Right. And we can find Tom at Tommy Adams 71. All right. That's a wrap.